Welcome to Marketing Murder Mysteries. I'm your host, Michael Graham. Joining me as usual is the team of Millennium Agency. Hello, Linda Fanera, CEO and Chief Strategist. Hello, Michael Graham. And also known as the Human Virus, Rob Atkinson, Managing Director. Rob. I'm feeling much better. I'm glad to hear that. Don't cough near me again. <laughs> I, we'd like to thank Rob for doing the entire podcast today through his mask. Unfortunately, he was a little bit confused. For some reason, he's wearing his Batman mask. It's throwing us off. I, we thought you were going Bane, quite frankly, Rob. That's what we were thinking. Advertising and marketing pros see it all the time. Brands getting killed in the marketplace, sometimes due to their own miscalculations, sometimes by events beyond their control, like the threat of a global pandemic. You're going to hear the case from our marketing detectives, and then you can hand down your verdict. Could the coronavirus kill your brand? Today, we're going to talk about your, when your marketing goes viral, but not in the way you think. We're talking about COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus. The spread of the coronavirus could trigger worldwide economic damage. And when people think about marketing, Rob and Linda, they often think about these straight-up stuff like advertising, brand names, etc. But before we get to how people should think about the impacts of this beyond traditional marketing, let's talk about the traditional marketing aspect, Rob. Turns out that coronavirus hitting is not good for people who sell products with the word corona in their name. Yeah. In tonight's Factor Fiction, we are looking into some confusion people are having about the coronavirus. A story going around today claims that many people think the illness sweeping the globe is connected to corona the beer. Corona beer sales are taking a hit because of the coronavirus outbreak. It's incredible. People have been confusing corona beer with the coronavirus and their sales are taking a hit. And a, and a study that was done, people actually feel weird about buying Corona beer in public now because of the stigma that it's associated with coronavirus. Incredible. How does a marketing you know uh, department deal with that? And so what did, didn't the um, W World Health Organization try to take this into account after the Corona brand who owners? Yes, yeah, so talk? Constellation Brands uh, owns Corona beer, and they must have gotten into the ear of the WHO because they decided to change the name from coronavirus and give it an official name of COVID-19, which is great, except for the company in Tempe, Arizona named COVID Inc. Now, they didn't call COVID and let them know they were making this change. And the owner of COVID was at a trade show in Europe when it first was announced and his phone blew up and said, is this the COVID hotline? He's like, what the heck are you talking about? So he had to put out a statement saying, we make cables. We don't do coronavirus. It's, it, I, we don't have anything to do with the coronavirus. But, you know, people are still going to their website. They're emailing him and calling him every day. And just when you thought it couldn't get any worse for Corona-related products, uh, Constellation Brands recently launched a new product. They're selling hard seltzer. So they have a $40 million spend, and all of that Corona marketing is going into a universe where Corona is literally poison. Yeah, but it's worse because the slogan is coming ashore soon is the slogan of this new campaign. <sighs> So people are saying, what the heck are you doing, Corona? Are you playing off of the coronavirus? I thought you didn't want that. Right. By the way, their stock is taking a huge hit. Um, I mean, 
all stocks took a hit, but <laughs> but Constellation Brands is down substantially. Wow. So that's the traditional marketing, and we have a previous podcast specifically about this topic. So please search our podcasts on iTunes, Google, et cetera, and find uh, the previous episodes. But Linda, there's another layer of what I would consider marketing, and some people wouldn't, which is the interaction with your customers in this new climate. And so one of the things that uh, Millennium Agency has talked about is the need for businesses to relook at everything they do with their interactions with customers through the prism of what are the impacts of the coronavirus? How does it change how you might look and feel about doing business with me? What are the impacts going to be on my business so that I can tell you up front what's going on so that I don't have a bad marketing, the worst marketing experience, which is having an unsatisfied customer? Right. That's a great, great point because I think companies really need to sit down and take a serious look and audit their current marketing strategy from, and that includes from the minute a potential customer walks in the door of their office until they actually launch and communicate a PR campaign. So for example, um, really taking a hard look of every aspect of marketing within the business is, is key. Number two, it's communicate, communicate, communicate. It's marketing 101. It's PR 101. So taking a look at your high value cu customers, you know, how you interact with them. I mean, if you're looking at certain segments of the customers, which ones are the most important, you want to make sure that you're communicating to them as quickly as possible. Um, you want to be as open and, and honest about it. I mean, we're even seeing impacts in our business where we're ordering um, products overseas for our clients and there, there are delays involved because they're short-staffed or they're shutting down and whatever the case may be. So all these components impact, I mean, it's a snowball effect, right? Starts here and then it, it sort of like just keeps going. So companies need to do an audit. They need to figure out a communication strategy. They need to make sure that from the minute somebody walks into the door until the minute they leave, this whole coronavirus situation is being addressed from a marketing perspective. So, so there are many, many pieces to this. And a concrete example, Rob, to me, would be the simple question of, are you asking people to walk in your door? Yeah. Are you asking them to be around other people? Right. Something, my dad had a TV repair shop. You know, he would never think about the fact that there'd be four or five people standing in line, bringing in their stuff, whatever. Today... If I were doing his marketing, I would say step one, buy a hand sanitizer thingy, you know, buy a, one of those stands or have the towelettes or whatever you do and say, please use. And right away, that's a, I mean, obviously it's a health idea, but it's a marketing idea. It says, I realize that this is a concern of yours. I'm communicating to you that I'm aware of your concern. Is there an example from the past that you would say might be a template to help inform people on how to go forward with marketing? Yeah, you know, so it's really interesting. I look back and uh, if we, if you remember the H1N1 virus, now that was the first time we had a pandemic outbreak, mm -hmm. more commonly referred to now as the swine flu. Right. Um, a vaccine was developed for that. And so that was squashed eventually, which... You know, this is probably going to be squashed eventually in the next, you know, 18 months or so. But um, in during that time, it was really interesting because when the companies that were taking the precautions to let people work from home, for example, or, um, you know, really over communicating, buying supplies in, in their in their uh, 
their pantries for people so they didn't have to go out in public and eat lunch and mix and things like that. Those tactics worked extremely well. Because remember, a company is a brand. A brand is a company. So what you tre- how you treat your employees is an important part of your overall brand because those are going to be the ambassador of what your value statement is internally. And if you don't have a good value statement and that gets out, that could be extremely damaging to your brand. That's right. You know what's really interesting? I mean, we have this going on. Obviously, the stock market's taking a tremendous hit. And you wonder if some of these large brands are shifting some of their dollars to actually like address this because you can continue to accelerate the amount of money that you're spending on marketing strategies to actually sell brand. But in all, I mean, in all truth, I mean, should they be taking some of that money and really putting it toward, you know, addressing some of these things to build, to continue to build loyalty among their existing customer base? Yeah. And what, but what's really interesting about that, as I said before, it's a fear-based issue, but the other side of it is it's a supply-based issue. We still don't know the impact of what happened in China. Um, in fact, um, in a recent interview on CNBC, they were talking about, uh, they had interviewed the director of the LA ports, and he said that boats coming from China now, which take about right. 30 to 60 days, uh, are about a third full. Mm-hmm. So if you're in a car dealership and you should expect possibly some supply chain issues with your business, and how is that going to impact the customer? Um, you've got to start thinking about that now, communicating that. Maybe that's your newsletter or a phone call. Mm-hmm. God forbid we actually pick up the phone these days. Mm-hmm. And, and really uh, you know, communicating to those people exactly what the potential problems could be and getting ahead of it. So I, I would definitely say that's a good point, Rob. I mean, customer service is absolutely key to this. As far as communicating to your customers, regardless of how you do that, maybe it's through email marketing. It could be through social media. It could be through other strategies to really communicate the steps that companies are taking in order to address this. As long as companies are open, honest, transparent on how they're handling this and they're being, you know, they're taking precaution, um, it will just become a very positive um, opportunity for these companies to build brand, to continue to build a brand. The ones that are actually taking the steps, these necessary steps will continue to build strong brand loyalty They'll continue to maintain their sales, and they will overcome this, to your point, after 18 months, once all this goes goes away. If they handle this in the right way, I mean, the end result could be great for them. And, and you see that, right? So back in um, 2009, when the swine flu was, was really raging, um, CVS and other pharmacies mm-hmm. started introducing... Uh, flu shots, right, 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 at the pharmacy, right? Radical, right? Mm-hmm. They could have done it before, but they really started promoting and marketing it because once they had the solution to H1N1, they went all out on the exactly. marketing campaign. And that still continues today. That is one of, you know, a, a clear moneymaker for them is doing flu shots in the pharmacy. So the other part about it is to keep, for people to understand that they really need to keep their eyes open and look for trends that are happening today that they can apply because, What's happening today is going to set the future stage for a lot of new things that we haven't even thought about yet. It's true. 
and communicating is key. That is number one with this, this issue that we have going on today. And there you have it. Could the coronavirus kill your brand? The cases have been made and now it is time for you to give your verdict. Let us know your thoughts at mill.agency forward slash verdict or slide into our DMs on Twitter at Mill Agency. We will read the best ones on a future episode. Make sure to never miss a mystery by subscribing to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or your podcatcher of choice. For Rob and Linda, I am Michael Graham, and we will see you next time. For now, the case is closed. Closed.